Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio producing a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on the Shadow. This episode originally aired on March 21st, 1948. And here is Death Coils to Strike.
stop playing that record. Maria. Maria. Oh. Get the stuff locked in that room and keep playing that fool music over and over. Maria. Maria. What are you doing? Quit that, will you? Stop it. Stop that, Maria. Oh, dear. I was only dancing. Well, what kind of dancing is that? Wriggling and slithering around like that. It's crazy, Maria. You've got to stop it. You're upset. You look at me like something is the matter. Something's happening to you. I don't know what it is, but it's been coming over you ever since we left South America. You do not love me anymore. Is that it, Bill? Of course I love you, baby. Of course I do. It's just that you've been acting so funny lately. You still love me? I said I did. Then come here. Now, look, Maria. Come here and kiss me, Bill. No. Come here, Bill. Maria, don't wind your arms around my neck like that. Don't. Kiss me. No, Maria, let me go. Let me go. That's the whole story, Mr. Cranston, Miss Lane. I know it sounds a little peculiar, but it is the truth. It is sort of a new assignment, isn't it, Lamar? Yes, I don't think I've ever before been asked to help locate a snake. It, uh, it's a little more than just that, Mr. Cranston. You see, ever since I've been curator of the zoo, I've tried to build up the reptile house. This morning I received seven new species in South America. Among them was a small and very deadly snake called the cascabel. Cascabel? Yes. And when we took the crates out of the truck this afternoon, we did not find the cascade. The snake had escaped? Yes, Miss Lane. Somewhere between the dock and the zoo is a rather isolated neighborhood. It was there that the driver had to swerve to miss an oncoming car and almost overturn. And you think that's when the snake slipped out of its crate and escaped? Yes. Naturally, I sent my assistant Marlin right after search. But it has been almost four hours now, and I haven't heard a bird from him. You think the press Mr. Marlin found the snake, and in trying to capture him... Was bitten fatally. Very possible, Miss Lane. I, I don't want to call in the police yet. The news that the poisonous snake is loose might cause unnecessary panic. I think you're right. Will you be able to help us search, Doctor? Oh, by all means. Good. Come on, Margaret. It's almost dark now. We'd better get started immediately. <laughs> I've got to talk to you, Maria. I've got something I have to say to you. What is it you have to say? Now, look, Maria. This isn't easy for you or for me. But something's been happening to you. I don't know exactly what it is. I just know why it is. Why it is? Because of Billy and the way he was killed. What do you mean? That's the reason for this, this change coming over you. The thing in the jungle that killed our son, that's responsible. The thing that killed our son is responsible? Yes. You promised me we would never have to talk about it. We know it was a snake that killed Billy. We didn't want to say it, but we know it was a snake, don't we? Yes, it was a snake. And it's been preying on your mind. You've been thinking about it, brooding about it, haven't you? Yes. It's been in your conscience, in your heart. Yes. Well, you've got to stop it, Maria. You've got to stop it. 
It's doing something to you. It's changing you in a terrible way. No, Bill, yes, no. it is. It's making you act different and look different. Why, it's changing you into it. Do it, Bill. Get back in your room, Maria. I'll get rid of him, whoever it is. Bill. Go back in your room. We can't let anyone see you. <laughs> Quickly, Maria. Yes? Well, my name is Marlon. Ralph Marlon. Yes? I'm sorry to trouble you, but I wonder if you can help me. What is it? I know this sounds odd, but... It's about a snake. A snake? It's escaped. Terribly negligent of us, I know, but it simply got lost, and we're quite sure it's around here in the neighborhood somewhere. It is, huh? Yes, I'm sure it's around here somewhere. You see, it's an import from South America. South America? Yes. It's called a cascabo. And not a large snake. A female. Soft brown color, even markings. How did you find out... What did you say? I said, how did you find out? Oh, I, I don't know what you mean, but there's no reason to be alarmed. The female cascabel is poisonous. Shut up! Oh, no. Please, there's no reason to get excited. If you don't have the snake, but I... I do have it. But you'll never get it. I... My sword. Get... 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 Oh, my... I don't know how you found out, but you're not going to tell me. Bitten someone in this neighborhood would have at least have heard him cry out or something. Uh, Mr. Cranston, uh, I've got to get back to the zoo. Uh, I'm going to notify the authorities. All right, Doctor. Margot and I will look for a little longer. Fine, fine. Uh, uh, check back with me later on. Yes, as soon as we find something. Uh, good night. Thank you both very much. Good night, good night Doctor. Doctor. What do you say, Lamar? There's a possibility Marlon will be back at the zoo by the time Dr. Rittenhouse gets there. If not. Looks pretty bad. People don't just vanish into thin air. No. Thank you. Walter. Sounds like music played on an East Indian flute. It's going from that house right there, Lamar. It's one of the two we haven't been to yet. I don't think we'd better put off visiting this house any longer. Come on, Margaret, the steps. An East Indian. Well, this is a strange neighborhood, isn't it? Look, Look at the nameplate on the door, Margot. R. H. Hassan, personal consultant. Hmm. An expensive-sounding fortune teller. Mister Hassan is undoubtedly a very high-class one, eh? You mean like an East Indian fakir? Fakir, yes, Margot. Probably in more ways than one. Yes, Mister Hassan. That is correct. We're doing some investigating, Mr. Hassan. A truck from the zoo was carrying some reptiles by here this afternoon when one escaped. A snake escaped? The assistant curator of the zoo was supposed to have been searching this neighborhood for the past six hours, but he's disappeared. He's disappeared? Yes. 
We were wondering if you knew anything about this. Well, no, no, I know nothing. You haven't seen a man making inquiries around the neighborhood? I've seen no one. I see. Uh, Mr. Hassar, we heard some music just a few minutes ago. I could have sworn it was an East Indian flute, the kind used to charm snakes. You were mistaken. I played the music, yes, but I play it only for my own amusement. Now, if you will pardon me, uh, Mr. Hassar. I'm very busy. Good night. But... Well, that was a sudden exit. What do we do now, Lamar? I think we'll go next door, Margot. That's the last house on the block. If we don't find anything there, we'll be back to see Mr. R.H. Hassar again. All right, Maria, help me get him over to the basement door. You killed this man, dear? I had to. He found out. You shouldn't have done it. Teddy, I had to. He knew about you. He knew about me? Oh, Bill. Don't worry, Maria. We're going away. We're going to go where nobody will see you. I'll carry him the rest of the way. But he will be missed soon, and then the police will start asking questions. Police will never find this guy. We're going to bury him down here in the basement. All right, Bill. There is a shovel down here. I will help you dig. Yeah, I'll put him down here. There. Now, let's see. There's a pick around here somewhere. What's the matter? Look. They're in the basement window. What are you looking in at? Come on, Marie. we got to get out of here. But the man, we cannot leave the body. We've got to. we got to get upstairs and stall them off. Come on, Maria. You can't stay down there. Come on, baby. Upstairs. Quick. We know there's someone down here, and yet they didn't answer their front doorbell. Maybe they couldn't hear the bell. Maybe they don't want people to see what they're hiding in the cellar. Come on, quietly. They must have gone upstairs again without a sound. Good chance to look around. It's as black as pitch down here. Too bad we haven't the flash. I don't like this, come on. I have a feeling there's something down here, but... Come on. What's the matter? My foot touched something. Uh-huh. Sorry. Oh. Good Lord. It's a man's body. Yeah. Body of a man. Might very well be Marlon, Dr. Rittenhouse's assistant. Please. What is it? Kind of rustling. Hissing sound. Coming from that corner. Come on, look. I see. Eyes staring at it. Hold it, Mark. Is it a snake? Looks like it, Margot. Looks very much like a snake.
Lamont and Margot discovered the body of the assistant curator of the zoo in the cellar of a house, only to look up into the gleaming eyes of the deadly snake. They are standing in fixed horror when suddenly... Come quickly, Margot. Someone's firing at us. Running footsteps. Either lost their nerve or just wanted to scare us. There they go. Look through the window there. Yes. Someone running across the lawn toward Mr. Hazard's house. I see. I'm very anxious for us not to find this body. Can I light a match? Snake, Margaret. It's gone. Is he not down here now? No, it must have been frightened away by the shot. Lamont, was it a snake? I don't know, Margaret. All I could see were the eyes. Somehow they looked almost human. Oh, what terrible kind of thing have we gotten ourselves into? Something a lot stranger than we thought at first, certainly. Come upstairs, darling. What are we going to do? First, we're going to notify Commissioner Weston that we found Marlin's body. Then search this apparently empty house from top to bottom. And if we find that it, it really is empty. I'm going back and pay a visit to Mr. Hassar. This time as the shadow. Maria! Maria! Maria, for the love of heaven, where are you? Here I am, dear. Oh. I've been looking all over for you, baby. Didn't know whether you were out in the yard or still down in the basement. I ran away. Someone was shooting. Yeah, that was me. I saw the two of them in the basement looking at the body. You saw it? Yeah, yeah. I had to distract their attention somehow. I know. Got them out of the basement anyway. Now we can go back and get the body. We'll put them in the car and we'll get out of town. No, Bill. What do you mean? I am not going back down there. Come on, baby. You can't stay here. Somebody's liable to find you. No. I said, come on. Let me go, Bill. That's the only way, Maria, believe me. Let go of my wrist. I told you to come on. And I told you to let me go. Oh, oh my head. You cut me. Yes. I beat you. Yes. Yes, my head. You cut me. Head. Marlin go into their house this afternoon. 
He has not come out. Why should Cummings murder an innocent man? I do not know. There have been many strange things going on over there. The girl, she is native of South America. She acts very funny. How does she act? She does not go out of house. She never go out since they come here from South America. Yes? And she does weird dance. And you think this girl has something to do with the murder? Yes, yes, Shadow. Go to them. Find the girl, the strange native girl. The secret of reptile is with her, I swear. Very well, Hassan. I will go now. But if you've lied, the shadow will be back. <laughs> Maria. Maria. I gotta find her before somebody else does. I think she went this way. Towards the neighbor's garage. I can't explain now, Margot. I want you to wait here for Commissioner Weston. He should be here any minute. And you? I'm going to find the killer, Margot. And the missing snake. Unless I'm very much surprised, the shadow will find them both together. Somebody knocked the gun out of my hand. The shadow, Bill. Shadow. 
He was afraid to open the half a shadow. But I'm not. Bill. I'll let Murray out. I'll set him free. Stay away from that half I'll let you out, little Murray. I'll let you out. Don't touch that half a bill. There's a poisonous snake in there. There you are, little Maria. I got you Put now. Put it down before you're Sweet little Marie. Put it down! No! No! You killed this shadow. You killed Marie. No, Bill. No one has killed Maria. Only the snake is dead. Its poison is gone forever. Now you must extract the poison from your mind. My, my, my. Yes, Bill. The poison that made you believe the terrible things about Maria. No. It's true. It's true. It's true, Barbary. She was changing. I saw it myself. She was turning. She was turning into it before my eyes. She was turning. No, Bill, it's not true. That picture of Maria was only a terrible distortion of your imagination. Imagination? There was only one snake. And it lies there now, dead at your feet. Maria you talked to after you went to see Mrs. Uh, the Shadow Lamar. Yes, Margot. I found her out in the garage. I got most of the story from her. I don't understand. If Maria was perfectly all right, what made Bill think she was turning into some sort of reptile? He'd received a terrible shock when his son died, Margot. Young Billy was killed by a poison snake outside their mining camp in South America. Oh, terrible. Tragedy twisted Bill's mind. By the time they came back to this country, he began to read snake-like qualities into every act and gesture his wife made. But I still don't understand just what Mr. Hazar the Swami had to do with the whole thing. Well, Mr. Hazar found the snake in his garage. He hid it in the hamper, hoping to collect a handsome reward for it. What's going to happen to Bill? Well, Margot, when the state takes all the facts in Bill's case into consideration, I think they'll hand down a lenient verdict. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Now, this one was one of the better shadow stories, and it's sad what grief can do to someone. I mean, the father seemed to blame his wife for his son's death, seeing her become the thing that killed the boy. But, you know, that's my interpretation of it. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. 
Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks. And join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs>